This is ESPN Radio. When Springsteen fans cry, that's what you're going to say? That's what you're doing here? That's what you're doing there, Jay Williams? <laughs> Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us this morning. Way deeper and better than mine. <laughs> On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Tears Exit Channel 80. Don't forget about some of your smart speaker in ESPN. We're going to get to that conversation involving Jalen Brown and how analytics made him the highest paid player in the NBA. We're going to do that in about five minutes. But people waiting on Twitter. Wait, Freddie, can I just tell you, why is it every time that Prince comes on, Yates, so I start like doing stuff with my eyes, like putting like, like, you know, like hand motions. You, you know, Prince, he's just feeling the vibe. Yeah, man. it's you like the Prince vibe. You know what I mean? Like you, wave, it sounds like you two are trying like, to be a part of the revolution. Yeah. That's what that sounds like to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that sounds like with the whole things you're doing right now. You want to mean the revolution against you and your team. <laughs> you and your group of flunkies. <laughs> you want some pancakes and some grapes? Computer Don't say poo. it. Jolly Picky. It's one of the all time really best. Is. It he is said, fantastic. Ow, ow. Fantastic. When you just see him in the middle of the game, just on the ground, humping the ball, I'm like, I can't. I can't <laughs> anymore. All of the top of their heads between him and Neil Brennan. Oh, all so the top good. of their heads at that standpoint. But the, the, the debate is waging on ESPN radio, the Twitter app. As a matter of fact, Jay Williams and also Pat Costello 20, those two have gotten into it. Pat Costello believes that Bruce Springsteen's catalog of music was better than Prince's catalog of music. He gave his top seven, and then Jay Will gave his top seven. So you can weigh in on that debate on ESPN Radio, the handle on, on social media. I guess it's called X, what it's called right now. Who has the better music catalog? Either Prince or Bruce Springsteen. As a matter of fact, Dwight in Asbury Park, New Jersey, which is an album titled by a certain guy named Bruce Springsteen, at 888-729-3776. He wants to weigh in on this real quickly. Dwight, better music catalog, Prince or Bruce Springsteen, and why? Uh, I gotta go with the purple one. The purple one. Wow. Tell him why. Even even in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Even even there, Dwight. Tell him why you going with the purple one. You got a a You forgot three of them. Seventeen days. Oh, good. Strolling. Good one. That that and um. International lover. Oh, he Dwight, deep Dwight. Cut, deep here's cut the problem. More songs Jay didn't pick. Here's he gets the problem, for. Dwight. Here's the problem, Dwight. Deep As cuts. Pat is yelling, me, yelling at me about all the songs I didn't pick, it's hard because the catalog is so deep. I mean, he went it's deep. It's really he, he hard. Went, he went flip side of when Doves Cry for 17 days. That's what I'm saying. He it's hard deep. to determine your seven greatest when the catalog is just so exquisite. Sorry, Pat. You didn't it's even fair. come up with seven. You came up with five. I you couldn't up, even name seven. My list that is live on our show has seven names of songs. You didn't way, even have one of them in the system because you didn't wait, even pick it. What time. are you even talking about, Pat? You know I don't, why, well, I Pat, don't the, know what you're also, doing. Also, there are tons of Bruce Springsteen songs well, I could have picked. Yeah, well, Pat, to help you out, industry, strand, industry standard excuse me, on Twitter says, Prince is more talented. But Bruce has released better tracks and more of them. So he agrees uh, with you. So That's why I, t- the, I told you one, guys this debate guy, was closer. The one guy in a four-hour show that Hold agrees on, with Pat. Hey, one's Jay, better than Jay, zero. One Jay, guy in the me, $150 million album Jay, sales. Jay, let me use this analogy for you. Pat, some guys are go. allowed to come to get on the second bus to the arena. Wow. You better be on the first bus wow. in the first seat <laughs> if you want to even know. be on the team. Pat got a short leash, apparently. Nuno on a rampage today. And Nuno got fired on the tarmac. He didn't even make it to the hotel to and get on the bus. The so. By the way, Nuno, there's nothing worse than being on the first bus. It's like the ball boys. <laughs> the cheerleaders. Like the, the managers. The, the managers. It's two seats full of clothes that you got to wash for the overnight trip. It's like, hold on, man. Where are we? I was in the league. Pat, I don't consider that that way when it comes to Bruce Springsteen's catalog. 
I said it was close. I said it's Prince close. It wasn't hey, a blowout to me. Have you guys ever met any famous musicians? Like, oh, when I worked in them, radio. Like, hung out? No, I met Janet Jackson. Oh, how was that? What? Oh, yeah. Wait, th- wait, wait. Right, yeah. Wait, what? Like, she, wait, she, Justin Timberlake, like, moment, Janet Jackson? No, but like, long before. Oh, okay. Come on, when Janet at the height of her powers in 1990. Excuse me for part going of the right ri- to that one. That's okay. One part uh, of, of course, life. We know how you Very are. Very memorable. Yeah, but the Rhythm Nation tour had a chance to hang out with her backstage before a show. She could not have been nicer. Really? Yeah. When I worked in music radio. Did you think Michael? No, no, no. Janet's too fine for that. Okay. <laughs> Janet, okay. You, you, you're in Janet Jackson's atmosphere. You ain't thinking about any other Jackson. Okay. As far as that goes. But the, yeah, Yates? that's one. That's mine. Janet I Jackson. I meant, um. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. When he starts laughing before like the little girl. Before the, yeah, the, <laughs> so I met Bon Jovi by accident um, riding the teacups at Hershey Park. Wait, well, riding oh, the teacups? Riding don't the teacups? Don't ask why I was Get riding the teacups. Cups, how old were you riding the teacups? So how was, was Bon Jovi? That's what I want to know. I don't, I don't know. It was around the time when like he acquired the soul and everything was going cool. I was, I oh, was it was about 2001. Teacups. I was being a good brother. My sister wanted to get on teacups. So okay, got on that really? Team. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know what? This guy kind of looks familiar, and it was Bon Jovi. The so only I'm, one of the biggest rock stars in the last 50 years. Yeah, he walked around, got, got chocolate and all that stuff. It was cool. You were like six wow. years old in 2001, right? About 2001? that. 2001? 2001, because that's when he was. I was 10. You're 10, yeah. sir. Sorry, it's four years off. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> that four is important. Long four. Yeah, long wow. four means I, I, I might have never heard about Bon Jovi if it was a Understandable. Slow, slow yeah. Certain places that, you know, they're not playing Bon Jovi yeah. music. Now, I get it. Know, I understand. Wow. I understand. Yeah. Teacup Bond. My teacup. guy. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't ask you because you met no, so no, many no, different people. Lot, but I, the one in particular, which Who? I kind of started to allude to earlier in the show, I had this moment where I was. I was at this party in L.A. Uh-huh. It, it was uh, it was at this this club that kept moving around in L.A. Right? It, yeah. it's, it was like on Saturday nights, and you'll get an email notification, and it would just pop up on your phone. And be like, all right, the club is at this spot. It was uh-huh. like this membership thing before like membership things were like a thing, right? right? And uh, so, and the club stayed open until five. Okay, right? Which in L.A. is not a thing. So I remember going to this club and being at this spot and having the security guy come up to one of our security guys, be like. Yo, somebody wants to meet you. So my boy's like, yo, you got to come with me. I'm like, where are we going? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. You just need to meet her. So we go into this back room, dark room. Everybody's out there. Mm -hmm. People are doing a lot of different things that I can't say for radio, okay? The environment is just very much loose and open. I'm like, oh, okay. Where am I walking into? (laughs) And I see her. Madonna. Wait, what now? Madonna. And I meet Madonna. And Madonna's like, I've never had somebody do this to me, Yates. Okay. Madonna, like I'm meeting Madonna for the first time in like the first five minutes. Reaches out, grabs my peck, and says, "Oh, mm. how often do you work out the as a professional test. athlete?" She said, "You're so test. strong." And I said, "Wait, um, do I need to sign an NDA or something yeah. now?" You like, look so minute. good what, what, and so strong. What world is going on here? So that was, that was my, my awkward. You got the peck test from Madonna. I got Madonna? the peck test from Madonna. It was great. Freddie, Jay started listing out his workout. We not did incline bench, reverse press, <laughs> chest press. I was doing. Know? I was doing the lucky star borderline. Hey, I was working work out. out. Can saying. I? Uh, can I admit something? Sure. You've already admitted enough. Go I can't ahead. name a single Madonna song. You're kidding. Now you're trolling. I swear, I can't name you a single. Like a virgin. This is this is the problem with working with you, Pat. I, what? I'm just being I know, honest. I know you're Trying a classic. I know you're a classic rock rock and roll guy. I know you love just Bruce Springsteen's Southside Johnny, the Asbury Jukes, Led Zeppelin, all that, right? So that's that's your wheelhouse. The Police, Eric or, Clapton, or rap from 2012. Okay. That, that's it. Those are the only two eras. No, not one. Not even Vogue. Not, not even Vogue. 
Vogue? That's it's a mag- Vogue. That's a magazine. Wow. Pat, you never cease to amaze me. And not for anything good. <laughs> wow. Like a virgin? Like a virgin. That, that song you never heard Pat, before? 1984. The same year that Bruce Springsteen put out Born in the USA and this, Prince put out Purple Rain. Is this AI? Did AI make this? <laughs> now, you're just, now you're just trolling. Now you're trolling. I've never heard this in Pat, my you know life. What, wow. You know what, Pat? You know what, Pat? I don't believe you. I completely believe I mean, it. I've I don't never it. heard this song in my life. I, this is, I'm not even convinced it's a real song. Real quick. Real quick. Pete, material Girl? Material Girl? Never mind. Pat he needs Shazam. That's what they yeah, say. He does. He, yeah. needs Shazam. he might need a music book or two based is, on that. Shazam still a thing? Of course it is. For Pat, for, for Pat it has, for Pat to, has to be. I'm about to yeah, say that. Taco in Houston wants to weigh in on this. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio this morning with Jay Wins and Freddie Coleman what? at 888 Taco in Houston, what you got, my friend? What's up, Jay? Hey, uh, you got the the Prince argument, you know, but hands down. But you can't be moving the goalposts, man. What do you, you mean? Know, Talk you to me, you... bro. You you brought up songs that brought back memories of your ex, bro. You too old for that, bro. We can't <laughs> be doing that, man. <laughs> Taco told you. I told you I'm like the Drake of morning radio out here. I get emotionally in my bag. It's okay. Bro, you, on, y'all should have saw me during a Drake concert. That, I was looking right at my wife singing songs. Like, I'm sorry You're for looking at you. That, I know. He is. That, Taco, you ain't lying. <laughs> Taco, he is too you, old you for ain't that. wrong. I need to, he, I need to be right a grown-ass man on this show. You're right. He, 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 hey, hey, he, hey, what do you say? You got to grow up, man. Yeah, <laughs> grow up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tighten up, Taco. You right. Man. I'm going to tighten up. Lock in. Lock in, baby. Lock in, baby. You right. Sometimes you need somebody to tell you more about yourself than you know yourself. Hey. Hey, man. Look. That Purple Rain song, tell you the cop, how fast do you think you were going, Mr. Williams? Uh, 70? You were going 15 in the Look fast lane. I you, was like, you, 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 <laughs> if you had gone 25 miles, man, you'd have probably thought you were flying. I was flying. <laughs> I was going fa- so fast in my mind, though. I was in such you a were box. Just in it. I was in a box of emotions with that song. Believe man. me, as somebody who has gone through that, breaking up with somebody, you're taking a trip. Believe me, you can get from point A to point B oh, and so not fast. realize how you got there. So fast. Did Absolutely. I drive here? Yeah. yeah like, how do I, I drive? Anybody who has been on a long trip after a breakup and you just decide to drive or let's say you had to go somewhere and be there and it took a while to get there, it's like one minute you're at exit one and you're not thinking about anything, but you're just on autopilot and you got like a certain song to get you and then you look up, you're at exit 58. You're thinking, how did I just drive two and a half hours and not realize that? We've all well, been there. Well, that sounds that sounds really deep, though. You've been driving two and a half hours. You lost. It. I mean, I lost I, myself. I, that's for a, a song, deep playlist. Yeah, no, I got one of them, but I get it. Believe me, that breakup was hard. Go ahead, man. open I up, Freddie. No, go ahead and let the world know, Freddie. Embrace your emotions, Freddie. I don't mind showing emotions. I'm letting you know that it was a breakup that was unexpected. <laughs> yeah. And believe me, I'm going to visit my daughter in Massachusetts and everything like Damn. that. And on the way there, and I was living in upstate New York, in Pauling, New York. And believe me, I was at exit one, crossing the Connecticut line. And also, I blinked my eyes and I looked. I'm thinking, how in the hell did I get to the Mass Pike? And not when your mind, your Go mind's no a dangerous, it all, no, it all mind's a dangerous instrument. It, it all really makes is. sense now. The fact that, like, you know, at top of six o'clock, you can listen to, uh, you know, download the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay was asking Freddie about why he only drinks Shirley Temples at a <laughs> at a function yesterday. Really? Now it makes all it makes sense. How does it, it make sense? All the because, sense in the world, because right, like how you don't want sense? that. You it's locked in deep down. <laughs> like all of a sudden, Freddie doesn't. Want, we don't want him opening up. No. Like we might lose Freddie. I don't know who that Freddie is. <laughs> I told you, my, my mind is a dangerous place for you guys to be. I kept my warning you guys about that. Know. 
<laughs> no, 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 we don't need to go anywhere no, near there. Nope, nope. No, no, Jay went too Shut far. Shut it down. Went Jay went too far. Jay, Jay went too far. See, this, I, well, now I can't talk about that catalog. You can't. No, 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 no. You abide yourself on that uh, one. What do you mean? I'm you a single lyric. But my bye. We'd like to thank Jay Wins for no longer being part of this program. Damn. On ESPN Radio. <laughs> <Tell> me, yeah. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Jay was furloughed. I am, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But, what? Yeah, Jay uh, Wins may be furloughed. I don't, know why, they, Brown, I don't Jaylen, know why they asked me to bring in my IMB exactly. into the office yesterday. Jalen Brown was not furloughed by the Boston Celtics. He got a lot of money for the richest NBA contract ever as Pat Castell looks the other way because he's not getting fired today. But has his contract put any more pressure on a certain dude at the Boston Celtics. We'll get to that, that, because our minds are telling us no in ESPN Radio and ESPN U. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. Don't let it be a nice weekend this weekend. I'm out, toes out and everything. You going to be that guy? You going to mm-hmm. be that dude? Yeah, my dad. Get uh-huh. a nice little pe- pedicure, toes okay. out. Okay, just want to make sure. Hey, you got to take your care of your breathe. hands. Got to take care of your feet. There's no doubt about that. Like Lieutenant Dan Tor Forrest Gump. <laughs> make sure you take care of your feet, whether you're going to a Drake concert or not. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. So nobody thought in a million years we'd be talking about Jalen Brown getting the richest contract in the NBA ever. It's one thing to get that money. I'm not. Ha- I'm not mad at him. Good for you, you know Jalen. Clap. If, you deserve if, it. They put that in your contract to say if you make second team All NBA, it's going to trigger a clause where you get the super max extension for over three hundred three million dollars a year. Hell to the yeah well, when it comes well, to that. Also, you can make the point though, Freddie. Boston's lucky that he made All NBA because I'm not sure that my man would have stayed in Boston. Now that is something I. He may not have stayed about. in Boston. So you can make the case that the Celtics are actually lucky that he became mm-hmm. All-NBA because that did trigger the Supermax, which is one of the main reasons why Jalen Brown is probably going to stay in Boston. When another team can offer you 80 to $90 million more mm-hmm. than another team, if you don't make All-NBA, he was probably going to find himself as an Atlanta Hawk or a Memphis Grizzly right. or somebody else in free agency. He would have right. opted out. Right. So, I mean, it, okay. like, this works out in Boston's favor. I still think that Boston with Jason true. Tatum and Jalen Brown, if you look at their trajectory, right? Trajectory. Lord, I'm just making. Mm. You, you can't use the antibiotics excuse now from yesterday. 
We would have let you get away with that yesterday. Today, you're feeling a little bit better. You're back to being the real Jay Rule that we know. The projection. (laughs) Okay. Or projectory. (laughs) You can can portmanteau things. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) See, this is what happens, too. When you say a word that's messed up, you try to beat everybody to it. But the good thing is you caught yourself. I caught myself. Yeah, yeah. most people would have done that and tried to double down on it. You knew that. Well, that didn't sound right. (laughs) If you look at their... That didn't feel good. There you go. Right. And their projection. And their projection. I'm here for you. There you you go. I'm just combining words now. I do think this gives them their best shot at having multiple bites at the apple towards a championship in the long run. Now, he is the highest paid NBA player now on an annual average. And that will change soon. That will change very soon as soon as Jason Tatum is up. So, But that goes into a, a, a bigger challenge ultimately for the Boston Celtics because... You're going to have two players that are going to be making a total of $600 million over the course of their career. Wow. That's what that number is going to be. Wow. And it's going to be higher than $600 million because you would assume that Jason Tatum's number is going to be higher than Jalen Brown's. Absolutely. Here's something else to what you just said. And we can do the whole analytics game like Zach Lowe from the Low Post Pod talked about that because Jalen Brown got this deal. It's because of analytics making it a money ball situation more than ever before in the NBA. Will it be a good contract, a plus value contract? Probably not. I mean, Jalen Brown's going to have to grow as a playmaker, particularly as a playmaker. And all the jokes about his dribbling aside, it's his dribbling and his passing and his assist to turnover ratio, which often veers into negative territory. I actually think in some corners of the league, particularly the analytics corner, he's become a little bit underrated. You know, I've had a couple people in opposing front offices tell me, Something along the lines of, are the Celtics really going to pay their third or fourth or fifth best player all this money? And I was like, come on, guys. I know the passing. I know the assisted turnover ratio. I know the Derek White's an analytics darling, and so is Robert Williams. But like, this dude can score everywhere all the time in ways that are extremely hard to find. First, if, wait, hold on. What's, what scouts? I don't know. I was wondering that same thing myself. Is he talking about? I have no like, idea. I need, I need names because I don't want to read their scouting reports. <laughs> If those if those people are calling Jalen Brown the third, fourth, or fifth best yeah. player on the Boston Celtics, what the hell are they talking about? They're basically saying that Jalen Brown is behind Jason Tatum, Christos Porzingis, Al Horford, and Derek White. No. Exactly. And by the way, you can sit here all day long and talk, well, did you see, have you seen the handles? Have you seen the decision making? Okay. I've seen him also strap people up on the defensive end. I see a guy that is an elite scorer in this game. Granted, he may not have ball-handling capabilities like that of Jason Tatum. Sure. There's a reason why you might pay Jason Tatum slightly more. But it hasn't been until the last year or so, year and a half, that we've been talking about Jason Tatum as a lockdown defender. That player who's been him has been Jalen Brown on both sides of the ball. So there is high, high value on that. There's no way in hell, Freddie, I call him the third fourth or fifth best player on the Celtics. You know why people put that out there about Jalen Brown? By the way, Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. They look at what happened in the Miami series, especially the last four games. Other than the 26-point game he had in game six, he scored 21 in game five, 19 in game seven. Nobody played well in that one. 17 in game four, 12 in game three, 16 in game two, 22 in game one. People, I get it. That's where the shade came from. They seem to forget that in the Philadelphia 76ers series, that he was giving them that work. Prolific. Right. He only had one game where he did not score 20 points. In those in that series, he scored 23, 25, 23, 23, 24, 25, and shot over 50% from the floor. 
in, except for one game in that series, which was game seven, where his boy Jason Tatum went nuclear, putting a 50-burger on him, and he still was 9 of 19 for 25 points. People seem to forget that things like that happen in a playoff series. So I don't know why people all of a sudden are casting aspersions that this is not a quality Robin to a Batman. That is Jason Tatum. Or does that not have Batman ability? Do not use one series where, let's be honest, Miami was giving it to him being up three games to nothing. There were plenty of dudes that did not play well in that series. But it seems to me that Jalen Brown got more of that, that lack of love from people when they should remember at times those things are going to happen in a playoff series. It has happened to people before. It'll happen to people again a lot better and a lot worse than Jalen Brown. Well, also, I mean, when we were sitting here just talking about who are the players. I asked you, who do you think the players were that these, quote, I'm using air quote, scouts, you know, said that were better than Jalen yeah, Brown. Yeah. You gave me Chris Tasperzingis, right? I don't think Porzingis is better than Jalen Brown. No, I, yeah. but you gave me like, – that would I'm be doing, one of the names that yeah, would jump to yeah, the top of your yeah, head. Jason Tatum, Chris Porzingis. You want to use Malcolm Brogdon, and you want to use – um, um, who's the other one? Al Horford or Robert Williams. Either way, there's only one guy better than him on that basketball team. That's okay. Jason Tatum. So, so I'm with you. I don't know what those scouts are looking at. The best ability is availability, right? So I can't have Kristaps Porzingis as a better player than Jalen Brown. Like, I don't even know if Kristaps Porzingis is going to be – I watched him be available last year in Washington, but he's had some injury issues. Right? Now, like, I need you on the floor. Jalen Brown, last year – I mean, if you talk about last year, played 67 games. The year before that, 66. I mean, he's available. He's there for you now. Like, There's something to be said about that. I did miss one playoff game, by the way. Durability goes a long way. Yeah. In this league. Believe, but fourth or fifth, fifth best player in the Celtics. Come on, man. Come on. I was born at night, not last night when it comes to stuff like that. He's Jay Williams. Hit him on Twitter, Real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter, Coleman ESPN. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Six X and Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. Two years ago, the Rams were the Kings of the Hill. Last year, they were in the dungeons after being knocked off the King of the Hill. But could this be the year for a comeback for that team that many people look at and say, keep an eye on the Rams? Keep it here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU this morning. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is ESPN Radio. Hey, let's go do our job, man. NFL Nation Two-A-Day. On ESPN Radio. The Los Angeles Rams. Blue 58! Go! This is Travis Rogers from ESPN 710 in Los Angeles. And heading into the 2023 season, the biggest storyline for the Los Angeles Rams is how is Sean McVay going to deal with the expectation of having a bad team for the first time in his NFL career since his rookie season as a head coach. That season, there were no expectations. McVay surprised everybody. They've been good ever since. 
up until last year. This upcoming season, of course, is the first time under the McVay era where the team is expected not to be competitive, where the team is expected to not contend for a playoff spot. That's the challenge he faces. That's the challenge the entire team faces. What do you do when no one expects you to be good? Countdown to kickoff with NFL Nation Two-A-Days on ESPN Radio. Let that be hit, James Earl. Absolutely. Because right now the Rams could use a little bit of that funk and rhythm in 2023 based on what happened in 2022. He is Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on ESPN Radio this morning as well as the ESPN app. So you, you just 80 got away from ESPN the hot sauce, huh? I told I've you noticed I for the past two weeks you haven't even brought up hot sauce one time. If someone gives you a nickname, whether you like it or not, you can't just call yourself that, man. But you were That's, leaning into it like the first two weeks. Hot we sauce, Freddy! You call me hot sauce, I don't run away from it, but I'm not going to do it. Okay. People call me that on social media. Call, they do? I come in ESPN. They like the hot sauce nickname. I like it. I don't, it doesn't bother me. But if, if I start calling myself hot sauce, then you need to, hot take, sauce, my, Freddy. You need to take my temperature and drug test me. You should not be having I your I should always be taking your temperature. You hot sauce. <laughs> What's good, sauce? <laughs> What's good, sauce? <laughs> What's good, Hoss? Sauce easy. What's good? If I start doing stuff like that, that's a problem. Come on, man. You call me Jay Weezy. Well, that's because I, I have receipts now because yeah. they're actual photographs. Tucci. And, and I get you, it. You and Lil Wayne. It's know. good. I don't I don't See, look like a hot sauce bottle. That's the difference. You look like Lil Wayne based well, on got, that picture. You got hot sauce in you, Freddie. I got Freddie hot sauce, sauce coming. Spicy, I don't I don't I don't doubt that. Believe me, anybody you know, that knows you know me who's lacking hot sauce no right now? What's that? The Rams. Well, they need a lot of hot sauce. I mean, can we just Dig into it. Okay. When you go all in, right? Which I was not mad at. Blank them picks. Like we've heard LeBron James talk about he wishes the Lakers would have did for him, even though I think he likes what Rob Palenka has done now. Oh, yeah. But Les Snead went all in for the Rams. And by the way, when you do that, now it's saying you see the narrative flipping. So now the conversation around Les Snead becomes, oh, no, we're the boring Rams this year. Okay, like <laughs> I say, like not mm-hmm. to press the gas as much, pay a little bit of the debt that we've accumulated. So, like now, I find myself asking questions about guys like Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald. Like at some point this season, will you be unloading those guys to give you some? If you're going through a rebuild, because right. think about how much we've encountered yeah. over the last seven months, Freddie. And we've had the Rams that went five and twelve last season. Matthew Stafford just played nine games, a spinal cord injury. We've had Sean McGay, Sean McVay. Like mole over retirement, whether mm-hmm. he wanted to go into media or not. Right. They traded, you know, CB their corner, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Odell Beckham has departed in free agency. So like now you have these three pillars, but with where they are, mm-hmm. are they going to maximize where they are at this stage of the career if you're going through a rebuild? Well, Probably not. To, to me, and it's going to be a, a struggle bus situation for the Los Angeles Rams if they get the five six wins again this year. I think that'd be a miracle with the kind of lack of talent that they have in this football team. And when, not if. And I firmly believe that's a win thing, not an if thing. The Rams being a 5-6 win team, two things are going to happen. You're not going to have Aaron Donald anymore because he's going to retire to 2023 and Sean McVay is going to move on. I don't firmly believe Sean McVay wants to be part of a rebuilding moment, movement when it comes to Los Angeles Rams. But they were willing to have that happen because they were the epitome of we'll worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes when they're all in on a championship. There's not one person that was a part of that team on off the football field that regrets the decisions that they made because it paid off to win a championship when they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. There's not one team in the NFL that wouldn't sign up for that. Ask the Dallas Cowboys if they wouldn't sign up for that right now. If you said you'll be all in for one year, but for two to three years after that, you'll struggle and they have to rebuild all over again and they haven't won a championship in 1996, they'd be all in on that. The Rams didn't do anything that a lot of other teams would not have done. So they had to pay the piper now and lose your coach after this year and Aaron Donald retirement. 
it was worth it because <laughs> what happened? You won a championship in 2021, and everybody signed off on those kind of decisions to make that work in Los Angeles. Uh, if you're Sean McVay, yeah. and you want to win at a high clip, and you just mold retirement for a little bit this offseason, you don't think it's going to be worse next year? Well, he, if you're talking about retirement, that means you have one foot out the door. I yes. firmly believe that. So, like, if, if look, they extended him to 2026. I, I see a, a situation in which Sean McVay, after this year, is like, you know what? I'm going to take a year in the booth. I'll take a year in the booth. And let me, very close to Sean Payton, let me reassess what the market looks like. He'd be a star and on what TV. what the next opportunity looks like. I'm with you on that. He'd be, Sean McVay because be a star I, on Because I don't see him coaching a losing team nor dealing with a losing culture as you go through the rebuilding process. I don't know if there's that type of loyalty there with the Rams. Yeah, that's fair. He's not going to do with Steve Kerr. Many people thought Steve Kerr wanted to, be, wanted to bail out when Golden State had the reboot, and they only won 17 games one year. But he said, you know what? I'm not going to leave these guys in bad times. I'm going to stick with it. Sean McVay doesn't have to do that. I don't punish anybody for not wanting to be a part of that. I get it. If that's not part of your coaching DNA and you don't want to do that, I'm completely okay with it. But let's, not, let's remember, they all were in on this. Sean McVay... Let's need the general manager, those players, because nothing says, hmm, that worked, than a championship ring around your finger. I mean, if you, if you, if you are less need, how do you not look at getting younger, getting a lot younger, like going through the process? You're going to have to. So you have guys like Cooper Cup, like what kind of assets can you get in return for him? You have Matthew Stafford coming off, you know, an injury. He's very vulnerable. You know, we, we talked about the elbow issues a couple of years ago when they won it. How did he play through that, right? At this stage of his career now where he is age-wise, what assets can you get in return for that? So, I mean, you, you have to have all options need to be on the table here if you're mm-hmm. less need. Well, you and, by the way, Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Jay, you know this extremely well. If you're not competing for a championship, you can't be in the middle. And the Rams don't have the kind of assets to get younger if they're going to be in the middle. If you want to part with Cooper Cup, we're talking about a 30-year-old wide receiver coming up mm-hmm. an injury. Matthew Stafford, I frankly believe this could be his last year in the National mm-hmm. Football League. Aaron Donald's going to retire after this no matter what happens in 2023. That's just me spitballing when it comes to that. You don't have enough replacements in reserve that can be the next person to take those kind of places. No. The guys you need are going to be in the draft or in free agency, and that means you got to manage the salary cap and you got to find those draft picks that you sold your soul for to win a championship in 2021. And by the way, when you made the analogy or the – Example of Steve Kerr prior. Okay, you had a generational type player in that team, in Stephen Curry. That's you know what worth waiting for. Splash Brothers with the way they're building and the way I see the game changing analytically and geometry wise. I'll bet on that. Who is that player for the Rams? There, there, there is no one. There is no one. And if that that you know who that player is for the Rams right now is probably playing college football somewhere. Yeah, or about to play college football because that's where you're going to have to be. Now they could surprise. We all know this in the National Football League. There's always that one team you say to yourself, "Where in the hell did they come from?" Nobody saw that coming. It's the nature of the NFL. You can have teams that we think are going to be good, may take a step back or be better than what we think, but there's always that one team that we look around and say, "Did not see that team coming." Could they be the Tennessee Titans of this year, like we saw in Tennessee? No. But there's always a team out there, and in the NFL, true, that's what makes the NFL great because you don't know where that team is coming from. You get to the trade. You get to the trade deadline, right? Like so, like you see where you are at trade deadline. I honestly don't see them finishing ahead of the 49ers or the Seahawks in the division. Um, I don't see them making the playoffs. No. So if you get to the trade deadline and your record is very subpar, you have to look at unloading assets. You have to. 
but you have to hope to have a trading partner. You have to hope that you, you have to put your players in situations where yeah. they play well enough, yeah. even though you are losing at a higher clip, yeah. to make sure that those assets have enough to get a return. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a very strange season because we thought the Rams were going to be pretty good last year, and then everything just fell apart with that football team. And now you're in a division where you look to your point, you're looking up at Seattle and San Francisco who made the playoffs. You're trying to stay a step ahead of a team that I don't think is going to be any good this year in Arizona. And then you look at their schedule. They open at Seattle versus San Francisco at Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and then Philadelphia in their first five games. So you get up to a slow start. You may have, to, you may have to worry about, Jay, about guys one being unloaded. Three. They may unload on themselves. Say, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. They Say that good. schedule again. At Seattle. At Seattle. Home versus San Francisco. Two losses. Yeah. At Cincinnati. Lost number three. At Indianapolis. They should win that one. They should, but you're they, going that, cross country. Going cross country, yeah. big one. Then home versus Philadelphia. That could be on five yeah. before you get to Arizona. And or, they, they could be on five. one and four seems like at the best. Oh, yeah, that game against Indianapolis. That's and division games are a weird, a weird anyway. thing. Like, once again, like who are they going to start? Like who, you know, like are they going to actually go with Anthony Richardson, a guy like that who's yeah. younger who can make more mistakes? We'll see what yeah. they decide to do. Yeah, no doubt about that. Either way, it was a long season last year in L.A. Yeah, man, could be, be longer. even longer. Could be longer. Although it'll never be a Chargers town. But by the way, you got a chip. So like this is it was worth it, it. This is the price you have to pay when you go all in. And you say blank the picks. That's why I give the Lakers a lot of credit. They're mm-hmm. like, no, we're actually not going to go in that direction because we're going to plan for our future without LeBron James. Yep. There's a way we can do this economically that makes sense for everybody. Now look where they are. And now get to ground zero. Yes. You're exactly right. The Rams went to ground zero or at ground zero now, but they were willing to do that because they're all in on a championship, which is so precious to get and so hard to win. He is Jay Williams. Hit him on Twitter at Real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, part of ESPN Radio this morning, also in the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. I think we're going to try to put the bed, the whole Prince catalog versus Bruce Springsteen catalog. I don't think we'll be able to. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. Dan Graziano does a great job as an ESPN NFL insider and reporter. Great follow on Twitter at Dan Graziano ESPN. Yeah, we'll talk football with him, but Dan, we'll throw that out there. Pat thinks Bruce Springsteen's music catalog is better than Jay's Prince music catalog. Where do you stand, my friend? What say you, Dan? I am a 51-year-old white man from New Jersey. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. So you would probably take a guess what my answer would be, but I, I oh. think I think it's Prince. Oh. I really do. They're never going to let you back in the state of New Jersey, Dan. They're never going to let you back in the state of New Jersey, Dan. But you look at these lists, and then right. you listen to the ones that, the songs that aren't on the Prince list that Jay put. I don't know, man. The volume of great, great songs. He's a better guitarist, right? <laughs> like, he's probably a better vocalist. I, I don't know. I got to go with Prince. Mm-hmm. USA. That doesn't mean that you can't love Bruce Springsteen. Amen. Like, he's badass. He's incredible. No question. Still I've doing his it. thing. I just love Prince more. 
And it was shown. And so do the people. And it was told. By the way, our boss just walked in, Justin, Justin Craig. Craig. He's here with us today. Yes, he is. And I, I need to get his informed decision on this. Okay. Jay Williams, Freddie coming together in ESPN Radio and ESPN U and Sirius XM Channel 80. Yeah, we're, we're coming off Dan Graziano talking about, you know, 51-year-old guy from Jersey. That favored, hometown, home state. That favored Prince instead of Bruce. Yes. Justin Craig, what do you have to say? Who has a better catalog, Justin? Are we, are we going Prince are we going Bruce Springsteen? He does not want to talk, apparently. So he walked in here with that look, and I was just like, oh, oh boy. my God. Oh, boy. Oh, like, Did we do everybody, something? What happened? Every, it's like I told you guys earlier, Yeah. in terms of like when you look at it, when you review the tape of the show, Uh-oh. there are times to be like, Uh-oh. I know we've had fun. Uh-oh. I don't know how it's come across on radio. Uh-oh. I don't know what the reception is, especially uh-huh. from our boss. Right. But like, I know at the end of the day, after these four hours, the five of us, and I think Graziano and David Dennis enjoy the heck out of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well done. And that's Justin Follow. telling us to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, there goes the show. Wrap it up, okay. B. Yes. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the way of saying, leave me out of this, this whole thing. But Pat Costello, I give him credit. Even though right now the poll on ESPN radio, who has the better music catalog? Right now, Prince is clearly leading that 67.1%. Clearly. The 32.9%. I, th- I thought it was completely closer than, and I knew that, I had a feeling it was going to skew that way, but their catalogs in terms of who's better is a lot closer than that poll, in my opinion. But see, this is what I love about Pat. Pat is still fighting, even though he's on the ground fighting for his life, right? So mm-hmm. then Pat goes through a series of emotional tweets. Bruce had more album sales, awards, and higher Super Bowl ratings at Pat Costello. 20. All true. Not, here, not here, emotional. Just, goes true, just facts. <laughs> here goes Take the, the emotion one. out of it. I've got, I've got all the rules, research, list, and Jay has nothing except other people chiming in about good songs. It's also facts. <laughs> Jay, you, Jay, you it, made the list and went, see, my list is great, as other people list songs you don't have on the, you, you know, uh, your list. That's, a, that's a complete catalog. fact, too. That's a complete fact, too, that kind of helped his argument that more songs that he didn't have, they said, what about this? What about oh, this? I, what about that? I could have yeah. named 10 more Bruce Springsteen songs. Well, you didn't. I didn't. You didn't. I didn't True. need to. Not my fault. It's my seven my fault. is better than your seven. Well, uh, do you want to do you want to take it down to these last two callers? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea All right. whose side they're on. Okay, Pat, we're going to find this out. This will ultimately... These calls, okay. not the ESPN radio, you know, X thing, Twitter thing that's out there. These two callers will determine the winners. Okay, Alan. You down with that? Are you good with that? Right. I guess he has sure. to be. Fingers sure. crossed. Here we go. And moving the goalposts again. Let's Alan go. in Las Vegas at 888-729-3776. Better music catalog, Prince or Bruce Springsteen and why? Okay, I'm a 55-year-old white male living in the desert. Okay, Bruce Springsteen. The music is too dry for me, and I have enough that's, dryness here yes. in the desert. Wow, Tell him, Alan. Wow. Tell okay. him. That's pretty good. When you take the song playlist for Prince, Erotic City, Ooh. the only Ooh. place back in the day you could get that mm-hmm. was on the second side of the 45. A little red Corvette. No, that was the flip side of um, "Let's Go Crazy." Was, or was it 1999 or what? Yeah, no, uh, little red Corvette was by yeah, itself. This is great. Yeah. Sounds well researched. No, I'm glad we're listening I'm, to I'm, his. I'm, I'm here to help. Great. Okay, great stuff. Right. No, okay. Alan, okay. Alan, 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 Go ahead. Go ahead it, it was the flip side of Let's Go Crazy. It was Erotic City. How do you continue? Know that? Because I'm Freddie Coleman. Okay, wow. so well, I'm not sure. Well, anyways. Uh, okay. I am sure. But that was the only place you could get it. Now, you've got a song that's better than the front side of that 
that they have to put on the backside because that's how deep he was. I, exactly. You know? Can't argue that. There's something to be said about don't, that. I mean, look, we have pictures exactly. here of him on ESPN. You just look at the perm. Look, look at the perm. Just hair. look at the perm. It speaks for are, you, are you using a hairstyle it argument now? It speaks for itself. To, because he had like, he the whole, look at the taco <laughs> meat right there. Look at it popping out. It speaks for itself. He had the short, then he had the long, then he had the whole Elvis kind of curly pompadour yes. the 1983 time. All right, yeah, one, so, oh, one oh for me right now in this okay. critical moment of the game. All right, last one. Mike in Mike, Iowa. Ah, this Mike is in, interesting. This is in Mike? Iowa. Mike, better music catalog, Prince or Bruce Springsteen and why? Hello to all of you. Hello. Jay, you're great. I uh, Thanks, respect your game of basketball, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, but Prince, Uh-oh. hands down, did Bruce Springsteen ever play every instrument to create <laughs> the song? Wait, Mike, I'm no confused. Path. Wait, Mike, 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 no. hold on. Mike, Mike, Mike. You're on my side. Sure. Yeah, he's on your side. You're on my side. Yes, he is. Okay, but Yes, you, sir. Oh, okay. I got a little bit confused because it felt like you started off the conversation with the jab. Mm-hmm. But then you came back oh, to my no, side. No, no, I, I said hello to you guys. Oh, and said, said hello. great. Oh. I respect your game. Yeah, as, oh, as oh, a okay. basketball player. Uh-huh. You know, typically, Mike, when somebody says said, I respect your game, that means they're about to hit me with a jab. So maybe that's me yeah. reacting. No, my no, fault. no, that's on me. That's on me. Totally Mike. respect you as a NBA player, sir. There Thank you, you. Thank you, Mike. There I appreciate that. But why? Why do I have to care <laughs> that Prince could play the electric triangle? I don't care. There's no like, such thing as an electric triangle. Please, How do you know? please, because Mick I know Jaggers, it's just a triangle. Like one of the best Pat, of Pat, all the time. He didn't. He was just, Pat, yeah, just had Pat, a microphone. By the way, Mick Jagger turned 80 years of age today. Pat, 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 our callers only get so much time to have a platform. Please, I don't, please get Mike out of please, here. Mike, 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 finish, Mike. Please, <laughs> I'm, Mike, I'm so no, sorry, Mike. You're great. Sorry, Mike is fantastic. Finish your point, Mike. Mike is fantastic. Get him out. Sorry, Mike. You're not sorry. You're sorry. Not sorry. Let Mike finish. He doesn't have to worry about. He backed up your argument. Two to nothing based yeah, on the last. Yeah, he played a lot two. of instruments. I guess that means he has the best cat, uh, catalog. Now, sure. now, now you're just being snippy. Now you're being angry. Now you're That's being not cheeky. Even a good I won by a landslide. He played a lot of instruments. Can you just acknowledge that you? Can you acknowledge that Prince's catalog is better than Bruce? He's never going to do that. Fifty more million albums sold, and not a singular person called it. It was like, yeah, I'm going with Bruce. Hey, you can take the rest of the show off. I can take the rest of the show off. I need some extra work in the gym. Well, poor thing. <laughs> Greedy with Mike Greenberg comes your up. way. Yeah, it, it, it was shrapnel day here today. For Jay Wears and Freddie <laughs> Coleman, this is the mighty ESPN Radio and ESPNU. <laughs> this is ESPN Radio.